0: yamitators episode 211 of you and me and thoughts and talk with doug culp Um, not sure what i'll call this episode yet but <clears throat> but hey guys i'm gonna i'm gonna be in a band with my buddy steven bradford of get back loretta drinking this Arby's Jamocha shake. It's so good. Um, yeah, so we were, we were talking just earlier in the week and he was like, Hey man, just checking in. And then, um, we were talking about music and then he's like, let's start a band. And I was like, hell yeah. So Look out for that. Look out for that band. Because it's going to be a band. And. Haven't landed. On whether. It's going to be like. Me and him. Or. if It's going to be me and him. And we find a drummer. We find a. uh, Um. something. I don't know. I love it. I've wanted to be in a band since I'm stretching right now. Oh, oh shit. Since I'm stretching right now. Um, No, I've wanted to be in a band since I was 12. Since I first saw the Aquapats play when I was 12. Um, it's hot as fuck right now, shit. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna crack a couple windows. And. Right as I was rolling my windows down, like I popped out of this front door, like saw into my window, like, like it's not for you. It's for the heat. It's for the fucking sweltering heat. There's this guy who also doesn't have a home. He's got his shopping cart, though. Man. Shopping cart. It's like the ultimate... The ultimate sign of, like, you are displaced. You don't have a place to live right now. It looks like He's like ripped, but he's got his cart full of recyclables because in this capitalist crazy ass world that we live in, the only thing to do is to struggle and to push and to punch and to kick and stomp until you either make it. And then you're, like, living your life and it's kind of okay. And you're living day to day or paycheck to paycheck. Or dead from no food and from... I mean, you can't... You could... You could potentially die of no shelter, depending on the area you you are in. But... um here in sunny, beautiful Southern California, in Los Angeles, you'd probably just find a shady place. A place where there's a bunch of shade from the sun. Tree. A building. An alleyway. you just kind of wait and hope it out. Or hope and wait it out. Wait and hope it out. It's a t-shirt. Not a very strong slogan. But it's still a slogan. That I made up on accident just now. I was uh, toying around with the idea. My idea that's bigger than Tesla that I can't really talk about. On the podcast, as I don't want to get the idea out to too many people before it's fully fleshed out, and before I have a fucking way better way to get the word out, a better way to get the word out. <coughs> Looking for a better way to get the word out. Do, do, do. Um, so yeah, this, or last night, which is now two nights ago, so Wednesday night, I, uh, <clears throat> I went to sleep, I didn't go to sleep until Thursday morning at like six, had to have been like six, maybe five 30, but. Um, it was because I was up watching the new episode of Happy, and the new episode of, uh, The Magicians, and the new episode, two episodes, actually, of The Gifted on Fox, and then, um, after I record this, I'm gonna watch the new X-Files, which came out last night. I should have watched it first, but I I kept finding ways to push back the recording of this podcast, so here we are. Got my Jamocha Shake, got my 7-Eleven Hot Dog. I've got a big gulp full of Mountain Dew. Dude, if anyone out there... Could help me... With a power drill. I'll probably need a power drill and... Those special attachments that I got from the fucking... Lowe's well, that one time. It's so that I can put a D20 onto my gear shift knob because the real gear shift knob broke off it tom broke off and uh, now it's just a metal fucking tyne I want to call it a tyne it's a stalagmite is coming out of the car looking right at my face going hey there should be something else here and i'm like no shit and my car's like but i don't care cuz i'm i'm old as fuck now now i'm 20 years old holy shit this car just hit 20 years old 1998 1998 was also my freshman year of high school <clears throat> I was 14 going on 15, and, you know, pretty, pretty dumb, because I was a kid, Uh, but I was always, like, pretty aware of how dumb school was. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Hate this class, I hate this class, I hate this class, this class is okay. Hate this class, this class is okay. I never had a class where I was like, oh dude, I can't wait till blah 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 tomorrow. Never did. Senior year I had a, a class that wasn't even a class, it was The Welcome The Welcome Center. I ran the Welcome Center, six period, and it was basically just this half-circle desk that I sat at. I think I may have talked about this in the show before, briefly, to a guest. But anyway, people would come in and I would tell them, yeah, the office is right there. They'll tell you where you need to go. Or... If they were asking for a room and I knew where that room was, I'd be like, yeah, it's down, down this hall, hang your first left, and then it's a couple doors on your left. Etc, etc. I could go on. I could give more imaginary instructions to you, but you get the gist. Um. Man, so. Before I parked in this spot where I'm at right now which, I think it's parking, it's just legit parking for however long, and then there's a street sweeping element, but I'm not even going to let the street sweeping element get me, because, oh shit, because, oh shit, um, and I farted when I said oh shit, but, um, Because I'm going down to San Diego County tonight, which, for anyone listening on the day, which is Friday, January 19th, then I will have gone down to San Diego County tonight. Well, last night and tonight. Anyway, two nights. And um because my friends in Get Back Loretta are playing a show at the Casbah on Saturday. And I'm totally going. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I haven't seen them play in a really long time. Um let's see what else is going on? We've got this hot dog. <laughs> I'm like so. Let me tell you about this hot dog, quarter pound, all beef. Came with a big gulp, two dollars and forty three cents. Way to go, Seven Eleven. Way to go. Twelve <coughs> <clears> ten. <throat> oh yeah. So, um, a couple days ago, I go into, um, uh, go into play games at Button Mash. And, um, I'm like, I go to play Food Fight, and Food Fight, immediately I know that it's broken, because I'm trying to move just a little bit to the left, or a little bit to the up left, or up down left. Nope, not happening. Because the calibration was off, so then I moved over to Robotron 2084, and Here's where things get interesting. Because. Like. Hardly. Hardly anyone ever plays that game. And I know that there's one guy. That works there. Who plays it. And. Um, me. And. Um, so a couple nights ago. There was this guy who came up to Robotron. He was like. Hey, do you mind if we, uh. get a two player game going? I, I, uh. I came all the way here just for this game. <clears throat> and. And, uh. He's like, I've been playing it since I was 14. Like, holy shit. Because the game is, like. from 1982, I think? I was born in 1983. And he's like, I've been playing this game since I was 14. So he was already, like, a fucking teenager when this game came out on Atari. And it's a really hard game. Like, if you haven't played Robotron 2084, fucking check it out. I first heard about it um, in Ready Player One. Or had I played it? I think I maybe have played it at an arcade. I get the, um, the, what's it called? Museum of Pinball? The one in Vegas. The one that has all the pinball machines, and then also a bunch of stand-up arcades, too. Anyway. Robotron. So this guy is, like, a two-player game. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he goes, don't worry, I'll I'll pay. <clears throat> and he just, like, unloads a bunch of tokens. <clears throat> and then... I, um, he goes... Wait. Yeah, I was going on my one-player run, and I got, like, 70,000 or 80,000 or something. Which is not that much. And then he got, like two hundred and forty thousand in the on his first go and I'm like holy shit okay and so then it was like a mentor mentee situation where I was like maybe if I do what he does then I'll get a higher score and over enough time it started working and I was like dope beat that score beat that score Got my highest score ever that night on a Robotron 2084, which is like 260,000, something like that. Anyway, I finally got to the level that has... The electrodes are the 2048 logo. And that level is crazy. And that game is crazy, because it's pretty hard, it's a fun story, it's like you have to save the last family on earth from all these Robotrons. They came back in time to kill them, because robots learned that humans are imperfect and therefore a bigger risk to themselves and others. Must be eliminated. Robots kill humans. We've heard that story before. just did that thing where you take a bite and you instantly know that (coughs) there's food on your nose. So I rushed to grab a napkin because I had chili and cheese on the underside of my nose. No matter how cool it looked, all I know is something about a rubber hose. So, yeah, it'll be cool to um, go down to San Diego for the weekend. I'll get a um, patch of floor to sleep on, a place to brush my teeth, shave, take a shower. I am going to shave. My beard has reached um, maximum scruff, which means a few more days from today and my beard or my scruff will become a beard and then that beard will become harder and harder to shave and I'll wait longer and longer to shave it and then I'll just look progressively more and more homeless or displaced and people will go whoa what's up with your beard and I'll go shut the fuck up is up what's up with my beard what is what business is it of yours and they go, I see all your stuff in the back of your car. I just wanted to help out. And I'm like, listen, Jack. Didn't ask for your help. Jack. <laughs> uh, it's like the nicest person trying to help. And I'm like, hey. Don't treat me different. They're like, here, have some food. I know what you're really trying to do. You're trying to buttercream gang me, huh? Is that it? <clears throat> you trying to buttercream gang me? Does anyone know that movie? crazy movie. It was heavy. But you know, for kids. Dude, that episode of Happy was so fucking good. And that episode of The Magicians. Seven keys. Who's the 7th person? I'm drawing a blank on... um... Oh, shit. Duh. Okay. I'm right. That was just for me. (laughs) I was working out in my head. Wait. The top 7 main characters are... And then I got them. Fucking got them! I did it without your help! You were trying to shout through the... Shout through the podcast at me, but I couldn't hear you. Those are my shows right now. Let's see. i watch, I usually watch, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and then after that, The Late Late Show with James Corden, So that's 11.30 to one thirty. Block. Sometimes I'll... Since I'm watching on my phone, I'll, um... Oh, shit. I was just thinking I might be able... I might go grab my Chromecast today. It's at my buddy's place. Just plugged into his TV. Because I forgot it. Because when I left, I was... Uh, too upset. I was like, when there's a breakdown in communication and nothing is being told to me from the person who's supposedly the angriest and most irate that I'm there, I'm just getting mixed signals and I felt gaslighted and I felt like my brain was gonna fucking explode every day. And I was asked to leave, and I left. Had to find a storage solution real quick. That was. I mean, you know, I just had to shove things in my car, and then I had to go to the storage unit and unload some shit, reorganize the entire storage unit. I'm weak as fuck right now, you guys. Like my tendons, my ligaments, the things that wrap around the calf muscle, and the things that wrap around the forearm, they're fucking shot need to get more medicine so that I can heal up from my fucking Lyme disease because Lyme disease is serious and it's real and it's fucking stupid that so many people don't know what it is and like that fucking movie that Alec Baldwin made called Lyme Life shit dude that was a start kind of, didn't really go into the Lyme disease part too much, but it did go into the people who were affected by it, Ugh. it's crazy, and stupid, and it came from a tick, and I was listening to um, Hound Tall discussion series. Hosted by Moshe Kasher, And they were talking about the best science stories of 2017. Because it was a new 2018 episode. Maybe it was the end of the year. Anyway. um, They were talking about this thing called CRISPR. And basically what CRISPR is. Is it's a. uh, I think it's a nanobot. That goes in. And it goes in pre-programmed to find whatever part of your DNA is, like, fucking you up somehow and to block it or to build a new pathway around it or (sighs) it's change on a, not on a molecular level, but Well, I guess everything's on a molecular level to some degree. Let's be honest here. We're all made of molecules. <laughs> I mean, if you think that we're not made of molecules, then you just don't know what a molecule is. But yeah, CRISPR. Um, so I was like, what if CRISPR could unlime disease me? Just make it so that. Oh shit. What is this bacteria that's in here? Let's get it the fuck out. Because it's not really affecting me, it's just bugging me. And then I'd crisper it out. And crisper glover it out. And then I'd be able to heal up and just not have it anymore instead of heal up and then there's a chance that you might, the symptoms might come back. Well, fucking fuck me. One of the biggest parts of having Lyme disease is going to the doctor, well, and being on medical because like if like, so if your money situation's different, then you can buy the medicine, which is expensive as fuck and shouldn't cost anything at all because it's medicine. But how will the companies, how will big pharma make their money back? I don't fucking know. and I don't fucking care. But if it's really do no harm, if you're really going by the Hippocratic Oath, then you shouldn't deny people medicine because they don't have money. It's kind of insane. Especially if and when you're like, I'm a member of this society. I'm working and I'm paying taxes. And it's just, shit's just not enough. And you have to, like, make adjustments and Make, um. The. Not consolations. Take consolations. What's the? <sighs> you just have to like separate things and. <clears throat> Dude, being homeless has given me a lot of perspective. Like, I already thought I knew or, um, had experienced some of it before. Just, um, like, alienation a little bit. Like, I, some of it, and some of that's on me. Like, some of that is me just going, I'm, I need to just... Be in the car tent right now and just decompress and just fucking think my thoughts and maybe watch a show or two. And like I'll reach out on Twitter and Instagram, Flipagram, Flipagram blasted to Instagram, Instagram blasted to Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. And I'm like, car chat, everybody. What's up? Technically, this would be car chat episode 38. So, you're getting it now. We're here in car chat episode 38. So, anything after this on Flipgram, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook will be 38 point whatever I choose. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, man, it's been crazy. I started writing a TV show about me being homeless but there's more there's like a a uh, there's like a vigilante element to it and I don't want to give too much away but it's one of the coolest things I've ever started writing. It's, like, fun and crazy. It'll probably get gory. And, um... Yeah, it's... I... I I want to see it on TV, so I'm gonna fucking make it. Um... Um, shit, dude. Shit, dude. (laughs) What else else can I say right now? Robotron. Fucking button mash. Looking for work. I'm always looking for work. Um. Looking for a way to amplify my voice. If you know anyone who... Is a producer of any show. Have them hit me up. Have them put me on their show, on a podcast, on some interview show on camera. Um. You know, any way to amplify my little ass homeless Doug voice? Cause it's been chill. Like I did my laundry yesterday, you know. I uh, I didn't fold my clothes this time, but I did put them all into my hamper. I'm like, cool, fucking, I have clean clothes again. <coughs> and oh yeah, the place where I did my laundry last was um, <coughs> 250 for the wash cycle which is insane compared to the place where I did my laundry the previous time because <clears throat> the previous time it was $1.50 for a wash cycle and then 25 bucks to dry it's usually like 50 cents so that's 2 bucks, and then this fucking washer at this laundromat that has Wi-Fi the laundromat's like we have Wi-Fi you have four different TVs with There was sometimes... At one time, there was a different thing on each TV. And, like, volume coming out of the TV. So, a little distracting, and also... Not too consistent. But... It was a laundromat, so, like, even if you were... Trying to enjoy what was on... It's kind of rough. I tried to watch, him. the rest of the gifted in the laundromat. But it wasn't working. Like the Wi Fi wasn't fast enough. I think. Dude, I mean, sometimes the Wi Fi is just not fast enough. Internet. There should be public free Wi Fi everywhere. The fact that people are still. Being made to pay for internet is fucking insane. There could be a a big-ass solar farm that the ISPs get. And then just take all the energy from there. Take all the cost from there of shooting a signal out to different homes. I bet it's one fucking switch that they just flip. And then money just enters their pockets. they're like, we invented the greatest thing in the world. It's like, well, a lot of people invented it. But now that the entire world has internet, could you imagine a day where you're like, oh, I don't have internet anymore. That sucks. No more internet. Like, the only reason I have internet right now is because I'm paying my phone. I'm barely able to pay my phone bill every month. And on top of that, sometimes I'll duck into a uh, Starbucks and use their Wi Fi. Or go to a friend's house and use their Wi Fi. And I mean, that's where I've been uploading the, my podcasts on the go, man. It's weird. It's crazy. I'm a nomad. I in my uh, Twitter bio, Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. Um, you'll see that I think it says I'm a nomad who has or a traveling nomad, something like that. But nomad who has happily landed in Tinseltown and straight up right now I am a nomad because I'm like yo I've got my car I've got my car cover my car cover is my car tent I'm gonna pop this car tent and you're gonna be cool with it because you don't know I'm in here or you do and you're just not saying anything or you do and you are saying something people get weird with the car tent people will like lean up against it Uh, Put their hands on the glass. Um, Like, straight up drive into it. And then keep going. That was a weird night. And it's happened twice. And, yeah, it'd be like someone bumps into it with their car and then just leaves. Because they're like, whoa! covered. It's fine. And then the asshole, this was a a jack-in-the-box parking lot and I was about to go in and he was about to leave. And he was backing out of his spot. And I thought, I thought, you know, like, why did I think this? I thought that he would just back up and then come out of the parking lot you know, forwards, but instead, he started backing up, and then I gave him the go ahead, as if to go like, keep backing up, and then drive forward to leave this parking lot in in a in a regular and orderly fashion, like nothing out of the ordinary, and he just kept backing up, and then he was like backing into my car, and and then while he's backing into my car. So the way that the way it's angled is so I'm I'm like faced towards the inside of this driveway and I'm ready to go in there and park where he was just parked, actually. And he's backing out like he wanted to back out the entire fucking way and then be in the, the bus lane, I guess, and then go from there. So anyway, while he's backing into my car, he's like, yeah, just move your, move your car a little bit more, a little bit more, and then he fucking took off and just fucked off, and I'm like, cool, cool, dude, you clearly see that I have stuff in the back of my car, so you either see me as lesser than, as less than, or you see everyone as less than. Either way, fuck you. Fuck that stupid asshole. Oh, there was this Nissan that pulled into the 7-Eleven parking lot. I I had stopped my car because I was waiting for this pedestrian to go, to just cross. And while I was stopped, I opened my driver's side door and I spit out the door onto the ground. Which, I don't know. I don't care how that looks it's just what I've needed to do to spit lately (sighs) because my fucking driver's side window is stuck in the up position and because my driver's side window is stuck in the up position if I try and roll it down it'll get stuck down so, I've been opening my car door, spitting on the ground. So, this time, when I open my car door, spit on the ground. This <clears throat> entitled ass fuck. No, I'll call him uh, an entitled um, fucking hole in the ground fuck. Like he goes up and finds holes in the ground and just fucks them. Doesn't even care what they lead to. Doesn't care what's in there. Doesn't care what's been in there. This guy is a fucking hole fuck. Hole in the ground fuck. There's gotta be a better... Snake hole fuck? Maybe snake hole fuck. So snake hole fuck... Um... Sees me spit on the ground. Decides to... Go... Around me... To... Nudge his way into the parking lot. My car's already halfway... Into this... Parking lot driveway. He goes around me... And then he goes and parks his car. And then I go and park my car, like, next to him. And I roll down the passenger side window, I'm saying this over a um, laundry basket full of some clothes. And I go, um, I go, that was really dangerous what you just did. And he's like, huh? I was like, that was really dangerous what you just did right now. Someone could have gotten into an accident. And he goes, well, you were just spitting on the ground. (sighs) Like, I was filled with so much rage in that moment. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what what you're reducing me to. You were just spitting on the ground. Like, you didn't even fucking realize that there was cars coming. What are you even fucking... Were you even fucking driving? Where did you learn to drive? This guy kept his sunglasses on the whole time. He was in the 7-Eleven. And I know that because I saw him leave the line wearing his sunglasses, and then he was, like, gathering his shit and getting ready to go. And as I walked into 7-Eleven, I stopped at this guy, and I said, I hope you have a truly awful rest of your day, and maybe get in a wreck. And without a word, he left, and I'm like, fucking good. I really, really hope that guy like gets in a really bad wreck and then can never drive again. fucking like be be courteous and be patient. It's not that hard. But my shit's more important. Everyone thinks their shit is more important than everyone's shit. Shit, even I'm guilty of it. Look, I'm I'm talking into the microphone on my phone just to be like, hey, internet, listen to this. Check this out. But I mean, like, I, ha- I do have a valid point. As, as lame. No, it's not lame to be a nice driver. I was going to say as lame as it is to like follow all the rules all the time. It's like, you can still follow all the driving rules and be a really good driver and an awesome person. It's still okay. It's possible. And yeah, sometimes speed limits get broken. But also, sometimes cars have... are on their last fucking legs. My car... I honestly don't know how it's still running. And I'm like I'm gonna take it down to San Diego, like I said. Uh. I'm pretty sure I have a couple nails in one of my tires. Not like have have had nails in my tires. I mean they are physical nails in one of my tires. Two nails that I counted last time I I was just like checking out my tires, I'm like these need to get rotated soon or some shit, like <sighs> I need to re-register my car pretty soon, I can't afford that, I have a parking ticket that I can't afford, which which turned over into the um, overdue phase, so now it's way more expensive than it was. And I'm like, part of me is like the, the parking ticket company, whatever the fuck company that is, you are not a police and you cannot give me a ticket. You're not authorized. And someone, someone fought that for a while, for years, and then they finally won and they're getting compensated for this company putting them through all that. And so I think it's the same company. I'm not saying I'm going to go through all that, but (sighs) I just don't have the money to pay it. So I'm like, I barely have money for bills, gas, and food. Those are my main three. And I'm also looking for work in the meantime, everywhere. And people go get a job. And I'm like, yeah, but that's fine for the short term. But what's the long game? What's the long game? And I do have a long game. I just need to get my voice out. To a bunch more people. If you know anybody. Who's like. Has a huge voice. Hit me up. Because again. This idea is bigger than Tesla. And I don't say that lightly. I'm like. No, yes. This idea is fucking way bigger than Tesla. Might not be bigger than SpaceX. But it's bigger than Tesla, and it's bigger than the Boring Company. Like, again, Elon Musk. Boring Company. Fucking great name, first of all. And... Secondly, like, how long is it going to take to build? But also, how much will it really cut down on traffic? I hope a lot, dude. I fucking hope so. Because I have a feeling it's going to be another, like, cool, rich thing for rich people. Which will probably, like, lessen the carbon footprint. And it'll be super convenient and super fast. But if it's expensive as fuck, then you're like hardly helping everyone. Like the Tesla, dude. It's a cool ass car. For like a really cool purpose. It's like, oh yeah. Lessen our dependence on oil. Fucking dope. But Tesla is also expensive as fuck. And, like, you think of the Roadster, which was like, the $100,000 model. And you're like, okay, get the next one down. 80000 Okay, get the next one down. 50000 And supposedly the next one down, which isn't out yet, or just came out, is supposed to be 30000 It's still a fuck ton of money. It's a lot. It's a lot to just go. Just get it. And then if I were to be able to have a Tesla. How would that benefit me now in the short term? Like would I get money from it? Probably not. Unless I did Lyft or Uber. Which I mean fuck Lyft and Uber. It's a... The gig economy is imploding and I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix and change the world for the better. And again, all I need is a bigger bigger voice, a bigger outlet, a bigger, uh, someone, someone with a bigger voice than Elon Musk. I mean, Elon's got a huge voice. But also very quiet. Just need like. Alright. I'm calling out every. Big entrepreneur that I. That I know or have heard of. (sighs) Bill Gates. Richard Branson. Um. Fucking. Elon Musk. Um. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Fucking Snoop Dogg. Snoop, if you're listening, and I think you might be, let's have a sesh and talk big things. Um, oh yeah, the guy from Tom's Shoes. <laughs> I heard that he really does want to help. Um, anyway, I'll stop just naming people. (coughs) 52 minutes in. I think I'm almost done here. Um, yeah, so go to my website, yamatat.com y-a-m-a-t-a-t dot com slash podcast dot h-t-m-l you can listen to it right there you can listen to it on itunes you can listen to it on stitcher but you know that if you're already listening but this message is more like for you to help two friends find it if you guys if each listener told two friends about this podcast and i haven't been able to read the uh, any of the reviews on iTunes lately, or the ratings, but if you did rate it, and give it five stars, and said something in the review, thank you. Um, but it could really, really help the show, and it could really, really help me get sponsorship for the show. Because, as you know, I'm a, I'm a hapless little, charming little hobo right now. I'm a, got my stick and bindle. My stick is my cane and my bindle is my backpack or um... uh, my Avengers briefcase. Dude, I am so fucking happy that I got that Avengers briefcase. For those of you who know the story, don't. For those of you who don't, it's pretty basic. There's a Samsung promotion. For Avengers: Age of Ultron. And this spokes spokesperson was uh, going around finding people who use Samsung devices, and she was having a hard time. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are we doing here? What's this? What's this whole Avengers two thing I'm hearing about?" She goes, "Yeah, if you uh, answer a couple questions about your Samsung device." Um, then we can get you a uh, early access into the movie Avengers Age of Ultron And, and it also comes with some swag and I'm like that's cool I'll say that I have a Samsung device for this promotion what uh what are you guys looking for She was like, how do you use your Samsung device? I'm like, I use it for so many things. Texts, emails, going on the internet, you know. You name it. (coughs) Apps. So many apps. And, um... so that's basically all I had to do and then I got this ticket that was good for two (sighs) and I asked my friend Will Weldon to go with me and we did and it was awesome and uh, part of part of going part of the swag for going was the briefcase and it's this like metal briefcase that I bring on the plane and like, and it fits my laptop perfectly. So, and it also says like it has the Avengers logo on it. And part of uh, part of the promotion too was they go, and um, what are your initials? We want uh, we'll we'll it for you I'm like what yeah we'll laser engrave this metal briefcase for you so that it's always marked as yours so that it's yours I'm like fuck yeah well are there different fonts I can choose from and they showed me some fonts and then I was like I'll take that font and Uh, I mean my initials are dc so on the front of this Marvel briefcase that says Avengers, it also says DC in the other corner. And then people go, what? If that's Avengers, why does it say DC? I'm like, because I'm DC. Doug Culp. It's a short story. I extended it a little bit. You know, I had to give you some of the, uh, some of the backstory, some of the background, some of the, uh uh, breaking ground, some of the, uh, ground round, some of the ground chuck, some of the up chuck, some of the vomit, some of the Wallace and Gromit. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to end it here. Thanks again for listening. Maybe. Uh, I was maybe going to smoke a little bit during the podcast, but just wanted to tell you some things and tell you how I'm doing. Still looking for sponsorship. Still looking for. Um, I mean, once I get my idea out there, I'll have my own podcast network, which will be fucking dope. Because then I'll have, like, A place to go to record it, and a place where guests can come fucking listen. I mean, not listen, but where they can come uh, to record. And and basically, that will be it. That was a Ferris Bueller quote. had the thing where you're like this person looks super familiar but we might not know each other at all no I don't think it's her I don't know I don't know so dope. don't know so dark so, so, darp. Alright. This has been you and me in Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And, yeah, what am I going to call this one? Real quick. Thinking of an episode title. I'll come up with it while I sit here and idle. Um, or I'll come up with it in a second. Alright, this has been You and Me in Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Episode 211. Yeah! Later.